Hey guys, welcome to the Mortgage Man Podcast. I'm Aaron, aka The Mortgage Man, and this podcast is brought to you by Tenta Financial Advisors, where we're going to discuss how to do mortgages, KiwiSaver, and personal insurance better. We're going to have lots of guests, lots of information, and lots of helpful tips so that you can speed up the process. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Mortgage Man Podcast. I'm Aaron, your host, and I'm joined here by Chris Brown. Hey guys, how's it going? He can be known as the co-host today. Um, Today we're going to talk about (laughs) student loans. So, if you're listening and you're a first home buyer, which you should be or about to be, um, you may or may not have a student loan and we're going to chat to you how um, this can affect your lending, whether or not you should pay it off. Um, and if you are going to pay it off and you've got other debts as well, what order you should pay them off to increase the chances of your loan getting approved. So I don't need to explain what a student loan is because, you know, that's a student loan. The good thing about these debts are they probably are the best debt to have when we look at a mortgage application for someone that doesn't already have a mortgage. Yeah, so they are the I would say they're the best, definitely, because they are the same interest rate, or sorry, same repayment rate, no matter how big they are, um, they all are the same. And, and there's no interest some, on yeah, them. Yeah, there's no interest. So that's great. Unless you leave the country for, what, two years, is it? And then you have to start incurring interest? Yeah, and then they absolutely murder you with interest. Yeah. So when we do a mortgage application, which you've probably figured out if you listen to this podcast a lot... Um, we need to put in all the numbers, incomes, expenses, and your hypothetical mortgage. Obviously, the student loan comes under the expense category, and we will simply just put in whatever those repayments are. Obviously, those repayments are calculated based on your income and deducted at source on your payslips. Yeah, so at 12.5% is how much it takes off your income so if you're earning 100 grand a year it's obviously twelve half thousand dollars so it's it's quite a substantial amount um when you actually look at your payslip how much it's taking off your income every week and what we actually find is that you know by the time you get into a house hopefully they're down to a manageable level um that that extra payments if it were to be gone would help you significantly in getting a mortgage yeah and how does it differ for self-employed people so self-employed people are often the worst because um a student loan interest free uh we just put it to the back of your mind like whatever don't worry about it um and so often we'll find self-employed people still have massive student loans because they've just forgotten to pay it or they've paid you know if you earn on paper a hundred thousand dollars your accountant's often quite crafty and you've only earned on paper fifty thousand for the bank we can add a few things back like saying the uh, depreciation and home office expenses etc etc vehicles Um, they're not actually real costs they're they're money you've earned however uh, your student loan um, is often forgotten and is not taken into account but it will be when you apply for your mortgage so um should people focus on paying off their student loan before doing a mortgage application let's let's set the scene first though they have a student loan they don't have any other debt 
should they pay off the student loan before applying for a mortgage? I would always um, figure out if it's going to make a difference. If it's going to make a difference, then definitely get rid of it. If you're quite a way off and it's like 15, 20K, you're probably better off not to pay it off and actually just save some more deposit. Yeah, and I think it depends on whether you're trying to max out your lending and how big your deposit is at the time. Because if you had a 22% deposit and that extra 2% could go on to your student loan and therefore mean you could borrow more money and that's what you want, then of course pay it off. But if you can get a mortgage with a 10% deposit and you can't actually afford to pay off your student loan but you can still get a mortgage, then that's a better scenario, right? Yeah, and it's and it's about balancing it up. So basically, the reason we're kind of here talking today about student loans is because everyone writes it off as like, ah, oh, you know, it's just off to the end of the side. It gets taken out of my paycheck and I've never really thought about it. I don't know how much it's left. It'll be gone one day. What we're doing is saying, hey, it's actually a really useful thing that you can tinker with to maximize how much mortgage you can get, you know? And um, if we bring light to it, it's like, shit, if we actually put a little bit more towards it, we pay it off a little bit faster, we're going to get an extra 50, 60 grand on our top of our mortgage. That's going to make a huge difference. Yeah, and like in your example where you said at the beginning of uh, 100K income, 12500 that's $1,000 per month. Like, that's quite a lot of money. So um, it does make a difference, definitely. Yeah, especially um, if that's, you know... <clears throat> $100,000 household income. It's not just one of you. If you both have it, you know, that's, you know. Yeah, for sure. So what about if people have got other debts? So let's say they've got a credit card at 20% interest rate, they've got car loan, and they've got a student loan. Is there a right or wrong way to, obviously everybody's different, but is there big no-nos and big yeehaws <laughs> <laughs> on how they should approach uh, which one to pay down first if they've got, um, if they've got spare money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just loving the yeehaw. Um, I would always get rid of your credit card debt and things first because the banks obviously look at them as, as worse off debt for you. They're going to, they actually um, calculate them at 17%, um, not 12 and a half. So it, it depends what it is. You know, the, if you've got a car loan that's sitting at 2 or 3% that you've got on a special, it might actually, believe it or not, be better off to pay the the interest-free one more than the the yeah, one to two percent one because of the dollar figure <laughs> it gives you in your bank account each day. But for the most part, getting rid of your other debts first is always going to be the best option because ninety percent of the time it's not cheaper than your zero uh, percent interest uh, loan. Your credit cards just tend to compound and get rid of those first for the most part but hey let's have a look at what it is first you and know? i think that's the key thing right is go to a mortgage advisor first because we can literally put into the calculators what does it look like if we got rid of this debt what does it look like if we got rid of this debt what if we got look, look like we got rid of all the debts and then we can be like okay we'll put it up to the bank saying that you're going to get rid of that credit card and that student loan or whatever suits the situation um which you can't obviously do and just go to the bank directly because they'll be like oh we've seen all these debts uh yes or no <laughs> yeah which is not and, and it's often it's often a case of 
Well, we get rid of this one, you got 600 grand to spend. We get rid of those two, you've got 700 grand to spend. What do you want to spend? Yeah, and if, you, find, um, you find the money pretty quick when you see those numbers. Yeah, totally. So um, I would always, um, you know, figure it out. And, and I think just to highlight that, if you take the person of who has a $100,000 income, um, 12 and a half grand per year, you know, if you've got a, a credit card that only costs you, you know, 500 bucks a month instead of a thousand bucks a month, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, how big that's going to have a bigger impact on your lending situation, just to put the, the number figures on it. Um, yeah. It might seem like worse debt, but if our only goal is to get into a house, it's worth looking at. And that is kind of a pretty big motivator because when you got your student loan, your goal was to get educated. Now you're educated. Now your goal should be to get a home. Wait. Hopefully you're using your degree. <laughs> Let's not go into that. <laughs> Both Aaron and I have degrees that neither of us use. So, <laughs> well, university degrees. We've got others, but. Yeah. we. I mean, that's a whole nother podcast. We used it at some stage. <laughs> All right. I think that is pretty much everything on student loans. Anything else you want to mention maybe for self-employed people? Nah, just uh, don't forget about it. It's what I did for a few years and it came back to bite me in the ass. So don't forget about it. Yeah. First reminder. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. Um, thanks for listening. If you have any questions, reach out and ask us and feel free to share this podcast. If you would like our help in getting a mortgage pre-approval or just want to ask us a question you can do that at hello at tanta.co.nz well, alternatively jump on our facebook um page we've actually got a, a first home buyer support group you can also look up as well heaps of cool questions there lots of people to bounce ideas off there's a few lawyers and uh rental managers and all sorts of professionals in there so have a look at that too if you and a want. few sneaky real estate agents that we kick out pretty quick <laughs> yeah, with the best deal possible <laughs> alright until next time see ya see ya